Hello and welcome to Emerge, Evolve, Lead, a podcast for people in recovery from addiction who want to be better leaders. I got clean and sober when I was 24, and then I started my corporate career. After several decades, I left that job and created Emerge Leadership Academy, where I train leaders and coach people in recovery who are ready to step up in their career. My name is Maureen Rossgem, and I'll be your host. I am doing a solo episode for the podcast this week to share a story about how I became a manager overnight with no training during a horrible, lonely time in my life, which turned out to be my bottom. Yeah, not a good time for a promotion, right? (laughs) But I learned so much because not only was I able to get sober, it was clear that many of my beliefs had to change. Beliefs are something that reveal themselves to you as you continue to see what shows up for you in your life. As your beliefs get better, your life gets better. The first time I got a job as a manager was when I worked at a wholesale picture frame supply company back in Austin, Texas when I was 23 years old. I had been working for the company for about a year at a branch in San Antonio, Texas, where I was the customer service manager and assistant branch manager. There were about six branches in existence with the main office in Houston, and each branch had about six or seven people working there. As the customer service manager, I was pretty much on the phone taking orders mostly. There were a few guys who would take the orders and pick the stock out and then load it onto a truck for delivery. And there were other guys who were drivers and there was one or two who stocked the shelves and stuff like that. The manager and I were basically running the place and we were a team. And then one day the home office called and said, you guys are moving to Austin. We have a new team taking over in San Antonio and we need you in Austin. So we packed up our stuff and moved our apartments and everything to Austin. And they paid for everything. And I found a nice apartment there and we met the staff. There were five guys working in the warehouse and everything seemed okay. But then about three weeks into the new job, they called and said, Maureen, you are going to be the manager now and the customer service manager. And Tom, we're sending you to Phoenix. And it was done, boom. Overnight, I got a promotion and was expected to do it all with this new staff. They were all men and they were all older than me. (laughs) It was incredibly stressful. And I didn't really know that I had it in me to do it all. I had relied on Tom for so much and I really just didn't know how I was going to do this job. I was living by, I mean, the seat of my pants. I'm telling you, I, I did hire another young woman who came to take orders and help with customer service, but I was still freaking out a lot. There was a ton of drama in my life. And that's when I learned how to manage what seemed like crisis after crisis. In fact, that's what management felt like to me, just putting out fires, and it was very stressful. This was also the time that I began to drink heavily by myself in my apartment because I did not know anybody in this town except for the staff. And I was told that I shouldn't be going out drinking with them because then they wouldn't respect me. Yeah, right, like they did already, right? I felt like they were constantly giving me the problems that they knew how to solve, but were just testing me to see what I would do most of the time. I didn't feel like they respected me at all. 
I felt like they could see right through me and how insecure I was. It was bad. Almost every weekend or every other weekend anyway, I would drive back down to San Antonio where my friends were so I would have people to drink with. That was when I experienced a series of very bad blackout drunks and found myself in some incredibly reckless situations because of my very poor decision-making when I was drinking and drugging. I was stressed out, had a shit ton of responsibility, no support system, low self-esteem, no confidence in myself, and so I was using alcohol and drugs to cope. Yeah, and guess what happened, right? I totally hit my bottom. I hated myself. I was feeling so lonely and like I was incredibly lost. You see, Tom was not only my manager, he was also my boyfriend. And when he left for Phoenix, he was glad or grateful to get away. He was happy to be gone with from me. So I was dealing with a lot of crap in my life. And I knew also that I had to leave before I got fired because I found myself drunk at 10 a.m. on a Monday morning after a wasted weekend in San Antonio, and I still had to drive back to Austin. I pulled into the branch at 11.30 in the morning and feeling really sick, and everyone was looking at me in disgust, or at least it felt that way. I made up some excuse about food poisoning or something, and I went home to sleep for two days. Ah, shortly after that, I reached out for help and I found myself at an AA meeting. Every night after that, after work, I would go to a meeting and listen and talk. I mean, I'm an extrovert after all, but I soaked up everything I could and I made some new friends and I kept working. I kept working at work, but I knew that I was going to need to get out of there because Now that I was a little bit more clear-headed, I could see that it wasn't just me that was failing. It was the company. They were completely out of stock on many things. They couldn't keep the customers happy, and they couldn't support the management teams that were in place. Like me, I was left alone on my own running this huge branch. So after about, I don't know, I was probably three or four months sober when I got a job at Golden Fried Chicken Corporation of America in their corporate office in Austin. I took a cut in pay and was going to get into accounting there because I knew I was good with numbers. Now, this is also a belief, but I didn't yet know how to balance a general ledger, but I told them that I could learn really fast and I had a great attitude. You see, I was so happy to be sober and learning the tools of the program, so I wanted to start fresh and see what I could do. My belief in myself was starting to grow, and I learned how to complete payroll for 85 stores and handle accounts receivable and accounts payable, and I really had an incredible learning opportunity there, but I didn't have any direct reports, and that was a good thing. I was learning how to just grow my own inner leadership, to have discipline, to learn to speak up, and that sort of thing. During that first year in sobriety, I had to break down and look at what I was thinking about myself and how I was thinking. The stinking thinking had to stop. 
I looked at my past, did an inventory on myself, and I continued to step up in my responsibilities, both at work and in my personal life. I made new commitments and sometimes I fucked up, but I had to learn to stop complaining and to stop gossiping, right? And I had to learn to have confidence and do that speaking up for myself. So the thing about beliefs is that whether you think you can do something or you think you can't, either way, you're right. That quote was said over 80 years ago by Henry Ford, and it still lives on. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, either way, you're right. What I learned was that the most important thing about my own personal growth was to be conscious of my thoughts and when they were negative or I was berating myself or beating myself up in my head that I needed to stop that and change it. I had to take 100% responsibility for everything that I had created in my life up until that point. And if I wanted things to be different in the future, then I had to change the way I was thinking. That's the way that I could change my pattern. But when I started doing that, I realized that I had a lot of fear. I had this voice in my head telling me that I wasn't good enough, smart enough, or didn't have enough experience. That voice reminded me of how I had failed as a manager and that I wasn't good enough to be telling others what to do. See, the fear was big, but my desire to change and be happy was bigger. So I faced my fears. Plus, I saw a lot of other people doing it in the program. I faced my fears, walked through the fire, started new relationships, and stepped into new jobs, even though I was afraid. And guess what? I got a lot more experience. I developed a voice that reminded me I am enough. I can do it. I am stable, sober, happy, successful, professional that could ask questions. <laughs> you know, I didn't have to have all the answers. I began to believe in myself in a much bigger way, and that made all the difference. One of the best beliefs that I ever instilled in myself happened early in my career. And since a belief is simply a thought that we say over and over in our minds, I mean, I decided consciously to believe this. Here it is, quote, no one at work wants to see me fail. And I said it over and over and over again. No one at work wants to see me fail. Like everyone here is bound to support me. <laughs> and because I believe this, those thoughts that were opposite of it would be dismissed immediately. And I heard people saying all the time things like, well, such and such is out to get me. Why else would he? And then insert whatever behavior he did. Like, why else would he go for the same job as he knows I want? Or why else would he speak up and oppose me in that meeting, you know? And honestly, sometimes they just had a different opinion. So I stopped taking things so personal. And since I really began to believe that no one wanted to see me fail, that anytime I felt like maybe I was failing at something or something was going wrong in a relationship, I would go to that person. And just think, well, maybe they just have a different agenda. I'm going to find out what it is. And I would say, can you help me with something? And we would talk it out. 
And usually that person ended up becoming my biggest supporter because I was willing to face it head on instead of go talking behind their back and which doesn't solve a thing, right? Which is what most people do. So I asked some important people also to mentor me and I got help and great advice. I got support and I was given opportunities because I wasn't always trying to do everything on my own. But I also learned to listen to my inner voice and my intuition along the way. And something else besides changing my beliefs that I did was that I learned a lot about the different personality styles at work and what motivates people. I studied human behavior and I learned that just because someone has a different motivation than me doesn't mean that they wanna see me fail, right? So I learned how to help other people succeed and that in turn helped me because I believe that what goes around comes around. This is another belief that has served me well. And how about let go and let God, right? That's a good one. How about easy does it? <laughs> These are all just beliefs and positive thinking, but building new beliefs, not only in myself, but beliefs in how life worked or, and you know, how did God, the universe source or whatever you wanna call it, how did that work? And having the belief that life supports me unequivocally, no matter what has made all the, the difference in how my career turned out. And it's not over yet. I still have a lot of career left in me. So if you have some beliefs that don't serve you anymore, or if you are feeling like a victim at work because you've somehow attracted a narcissistic boss who really is a bully, or there's another colleague or a customer maybe who has been a bully in your life and making your work life miserable, please come to my webinar. It's called, Should I Stay or Should I Go? because I wanna help you get some clarity on how to make things better in your work life. I'll be sharing how to assess the personality of the challenging person to figure out whether there is a way for you to approach him or her with a new perspective and provide a solution to improving your relationship. Or should you get out and look for something better somewhere else? Because sometimes, it's a personality disorder that you're working with and you really can't change any other people, but you do have choices. In either case, whether you stay or whether you go, I will also tell you about my new program called Recovery at Work, how to create your brightest future with confidence and clarity. It's an eight week group coaching program that will walk you through step-by-step how to leverage your personality strengths to build on all your relationships, uncover limiting beliefs that are keeping you stuck in patterns, how to deal with forgiveness for some of your old bosses who may have hurt you, and step into owning your values so that you can make better decisions for yourself. And finally, to create a plan of action to become the next best version of yourself, whether that's in the same company you're at, creating your own um, job or company yourself or stepping into another higher position within your career because you should be making more money and be willing to handle any situations that at first glance seem to suck but could just be really a challenge to develop into the next best version of who you are. 
So you can get all the details on how to register for my webinar at EmergeLeadershipAcademy.com. And while you're there, take the quiz to get on my newsletter so you don't miss any other free webinar programs that I have in the future. And remember, if you find yourself in a situation where you're overwhelmed or scared, you'll need to look at your thoughts. Whatever you may be thinking could be simply a belief that needs to be changed and help you to get through your fear. Like it's the only thing you have complete control over. It's how you think. You get to decide what you believe. And I believe that when you do this, when you get a handle on your thoughts, you can create anything that you want in this world. So until next week, treat yourself with kindness. And if you have an inner bully in your head, you tell them to back off and be quiet because more positive you is coming out. <laughs> till next time, have a great week.